The Morning Invasion with Dex and Steve O. And Brian and Nixon. Good morning. Good morning, Dex. Good morning, Steve O. Good morning, trumpet and flamenco guitar. Mm. Good morning, three degrees, live from the Dreamstar Remodeling Star 88 Studios. Yes, you know when you hear that beautiful music, something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Something full of education, but it just so happens this morning, we're going to have a little bit of controversy. Oh! Yes, because guys, on this date, several things happened of pastors failing. Oh yeah? yeah oh yeah. And okay. we get that today. There's a lot in the news about... Is it because it's cold outside? No, it's not cold everywhere in the world. And there's a lot happening around the world of pastors failing. And so we thought we should address this very sensitive topic because it relates to history. But there's a lot of other history we need to get through first before we delve into that during the second half of the show. So much. So, you guys ready for this? Ready, Freddie. On this day, February 21st, in history, Athanasius returns to Alexandria after being exiled, kicked out by the church. So, let me tell you why this is important, folks. Athanasius is a very, very important early church Christian. As a matter of fact, he's the guy that helped fight for the New Testament canon that we have today. So there were other people in the early church who were saying, no, we should only have these books. And some were saying, no, let's only have these books. Well, he's the guy that said, no, we need the 27 books that we have. And here's the reason why. So he was a champion for orthodoxy, but he happened to also be a hothead. So churches kicked him out often. And Athanasius finally was able to return to Alexandria after he was kicked out of his church for being a hothead. And so that's the theme that's being set here. And that happened in 362 AD. Wow. Well, in 1173 AD, Thomas Becket is canonized. And you guys remember Thomas Becket. I talked to you about him a few weeks ago. It just happened to be the day he was murdered in Canterbury Cathedral. So he was the pastor and the politicians of the day didn't like him. So they went to church and killed him. Oh gosh. While geez. he was just finished giving communion and there in Canterbury Cathedral, which is where I graduated. I'm proud to say it. I graduated and then we had our even song at Canterbury Cathedral. But I stood right there where they they murdered him and there's this like little statue memorial. That's cool. Yep. I mean, <laughs> but t- today today's the day he was canonized. So what happened is the church came back and go, "Oh man, that was bad. What yeah. happened to him? Let's 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 recognize him the importance of what he brought to this day so that happened wow. in 1173 well guys it just keeps getting bad in 1245 the bishop of finland thomas he resigns after the church found that he was doing forgery and he was torturing people on the side oh my god what forgery and torture yeah that's called torture yeah so this pastor <laughs> he they basically said you got to resign bro or be kicked out and that kind of sounds familiar to a little bit of what is happening today with the yeah. church in the Chicago area, God. which which we'll talk about. And then, keep that music going, because it, it. it just keeps getting crazier, at least for one more. In 1431, fellas, Joan of Arc, this is the day her trial... No way. Her integ- the, the, you know, her, the trial for heresy. So Joan of Arc, as you guys know, was a lady France from France who saw visions... Mm-hmm. 
she believes she saw visions yeah, of the she Lord. She saw a telephone booth, and a couple <laughs> dudes got out, and they were like, "Whoa, come with us for our school report, San Dimas High School." That's almost it. Yeah. Almost That's it. almost she true history. She did jazzercise aerobics at the mall. She yep. was crazy. Yeah. But this, this is the day her trial started for heresy because people oh. were saying, you're not seeing visions and England's going to swoop down and beat us anyways. Well, but of course, she was a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Could be. So if it had been John of Arc. Exactly. Totally right. different yeah, movie. Yeah, they would have believed. Yep. Totally John. different movie. Yep. So Joan of Arc, first day for her trial for heresy. Well, mm. on this day in 1848, we're jumping up a little bit here. Karl Marx publishes the Communist Manifesto. Yeah. That was awesome. And we know how that worked out for a lot of the communist countries. On this day in 1861, the Navajo, something a little closer to home, they elect Herrero Grande as their chief. Sadly, he was defeated during the whole Kit Carson reign and taken in, you know, in the authorities by America. The only, I think the only chief that didn't bow down to America was either Manuelito or one of the Navajo chiefs said, no way, America. I'm not, this is my country. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, you know, bowing down to you. But uh, Herrero Grande did, sadly. Mm. On a lighter note, guys. But if he hadn't, we would never would have gotten the Nacho Bell Grande at Taco Bell. Oh, my God. It's named after him. Yeah. It would be cool if it was named after him. Yeah. But they're not. like, we will give you your own size of nacho. Wouldn't that be cool if we the recognize, grande. you know, if, if our Native American brothers and sisters yeah. got a little bit more respect in, in, you know, some of that, that we would, Amen. you know, again, we, we name rivers and states and such, you know, and after Starbucks Native Americans. cup sizes. But, yeah. <laughs> we, we should, we should. Do more we for should. our Native American brother. Uh, shout out to my Choctaw heritage brothers out there and sisters. There you go. Why are you gonna say it like that, man? Yeah, yeah. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> I, I mean, I just kind of came out. Just way. it did. It, it was it was awkward. Okay. Um. So on this day in 1931, guys, Alka Seltzer was introduced Alka to the world. Seltzer? Yeah. yeah. Named Al- after the great Al Capone. They, you know what? Alka Seltzer's <laughs> come a long way, by the it way. Has. Because yep. back when I was a kid and I had to take Alka Seltzer. Yeah. Oh my! I almost puked every yep. time now, now you, you tried it, it recently now you love it it's actually not that bad yeah they have lemon flavor and lime and yeah. they, they've put a little flavors in it but yeah today guy uh-huh. alka-seltzer was uh was introduced to the world that's on cool. this day in 1931 it works too i'm telling you really oh, yeah. i haven't had alka-seltzer since i was a child and my mm. mom forced me. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it does help like you know with like indigestion and different stuff of that nature well guys sadly on this day in 1965 Malcolm X was killed. Oh, wow. wow. Yep. He was killed by members of the Nation of Islam who didn't like the fact that he began to open up his horizons. You guys know the story of Malcolm X and why he was killed. So Totally don't. He, Malcolm really? X, yeah. you know, in, in the civil all. rights movement, on one hand, you had Martin Luther King, right. the Christian voice, peace, love, let's... Let's not fight back. Let's just persevere, and we're going to win the day. Peace and love. And then on the other hand, you had Malcolm X, who was Muslim, and he was a little more aggressive, let's say. He was a little more in your face. Wasn't advocating violence so much, but he wasn't opposed to it. You know, if you had to use violence to, to get, you know, to, you know, your point, use it. Well, what happened is Malcolm X goes off to Mecca, and he has this kind of epiphany where he sees people from all different cultures. 
not just Afri- you know, not just uh, people of, of black heritage or African heritage. He sees people from Mid- Middle East. He sees white people. He sees all this. And so he comes back and he says, hey, guys, maybe, maybe we could learn to get along you know, from cultures. Yeah. And the group that he was part of, the Nation of Islam, wasn't too keen on that. Yeah. They didn't really like that. And there was already some internal divisions. Some in the group didn't like that Malcolm X was becoming the spokesperson. So they killed him. So they killed Malcolm X. And it was on this day in 1965 that Malcolm X was killed. But in 1972, guys, Richard Nixon visits China. He starts his China visit. Kind of like Trump, you know, yeah. you know, for people who weren't born in nine or around in 1972, like you guys, yeah. I, I happen to be, born. I was a baby, but you know, it was a big deal because China was closed, kind of like North Korea was closed. And then okay. Trump, you know, goes and visits and it was a big deal. It was a big deal back yeah, he went when to China. that he went to China and opened up the East. Richard Nixon did that. And on you're this related day. to him, right? I am. He's like a fourth cousin. It's a big Kay. deal. Yeah. On, on this day, guys, uh, here we go. Back to the other sad You past- look a little like him, by the way. Uh, thanks. I mean... Thanks. Oh, man. <laughs> on this day, 1988, Jimmy Swaggart comes out and confesses all of his uh, sins. On this gosh. day? On this gosh, day. Gosh, what a bad... This is a bad yeah. day for What's going to happen church, today? Man, yeah. So, Ath- okay. So, Ath- yeah, I, I mean, again, just recap. And that's why on the second half of the program, we're going to talk about like when pastors fall. Because you know, Athanasius, who was so good... Kept getting exiled because he was a hothead. Pastors need to stay home today. Yeah, then, then twelve fifty four, Bishop, you know the pastor, the main pastor of of Finland, he's basically has to resign because of forgery, and he was yeah. torturing people right. on the side. Yeah, and don't then, torture people. Yeah, and then you have Jimmy Swaggart who comes out and confesses his sins on yeah. this day because he was, you know. He was not stealing being a ton not. of money, right? Well, Wasn't he like uh, money, selling off property and all these uh, yeah, misappropriation, of funds. misappropriation yeah. of funds? Misappropriation of funds, but that was just say. it. He also had girls on the side. You know, it, it was just, it was just, it was bad. So he had that swagger. Yeah, know? yeah. So. Those are some. And of isn't he, he back? He apparently he's back. He is. Him and his son are back doing the the television show again. Did you ever see the TV show with his son? Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really. It was an interesting take. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I try not. I, I mean, that, that type of stuff is sad. So those were the events. Let's now move uh, after the break yeah, to, to birthdays because, um, you know, there, yeah, there, there's some bullet. good birthdays, guys, uh, after the break. But those were the events. And now everyone knows why we're going to use the second half to talk about when pastors fall. What, what, what do you do? What do you do? What do we do? All right. Three Degrees with Brian Nixon continues next. Morning, morning. It's the morning invasion. Part two. Part two. With Brian Nixon, three degrees. Since part one was so inspirational, I mean, you know, learning yeah. about all these pastors that really had trouble throughout their uh, ministry in yeah. history. Of course, 362 Athanasius exiled multiple times. We had the Bishop of Finland, Thomas, resigned after a forgery and found out he was torturing people. Then 1988, a little closer, Jimmy Swagger confesses, you know, on the live TV audience. And at the break, Steve-O reminded us that that was the one, for those of us who were live, he was crying at the, I at the piano. I just a little kid and him like, Aah! Yeah, crying <laughs> at the piano. Uh, why the piano? Weeping. Weeping, because he was the cousin of Jerry Lee Lewis. If, if those of you who don't know who Jimmy Swagger is or was, he's very famous televangelist type guy. Yeah. 
We're switching now to birthdays. Something a little bit more happy, upbeat. So on this day, fellas, in 1801, John Henry Newman was born. And you guys may not know who John Henry Newman is, but he's very, very important in England. Why? Author? He is an author, but he's the guy that started what's called the Oxford Movement. And the Oxford Movement was a bunch of intellectuals, Christians, who moved away from the Church of England back to the Roman Catholic Church. And it was a huge controversy in England at the time. And John Henry Newman later became a cardinal and really advocated for a return back to Catholicism from Protestantism. And some famous people followed in his footsteps. One of the main people that we know is G.K. Chesterton. Chesterton, who is a famous author, wrote the Father Brown Mysteries, um, wrote a lot of great you know, books that a lot of Christians still read to, to this day. Well, he was one that left Protestantism and went back to the Roman is Catholic he, is Church. Is he behind Chesterton Chicken? No, he's because not behind Chesterton Chicken. I feel like Chicken. Chesterton Chicken should exist. And I think I'm going to start Chesterton Chicken. You should. Chesterton Chicken. Would Chest- you eat Chesterton Chicken? Yeah. I, I can't even say yeah. Chester- Chesterton Chicken. Chesterton no. Chester Chicken. Chin. Chesterton Chicken. G.K. No. Chesterton. Very important guy for Christians. Yeah. Um, and obviously, in, hugely, in, Chesterton influenced C.S. Lewis. Mm. So, you know, John Henry Newman was the guy that started all this. And, and he was born in 1801. Well, on this day in 1925, fellas, a little closer to home, director Sam Peckinpah. Peckinpah chicken? Mm. Now, now, for those kiddos out there who don't know Sam Peckinpah, you know, it's really hard to describe the influence he had. He was primarily known as a Western director. He directed what some people consider one of the greatest Westerns of all time, The Wild Bunch. No, Cross of Iron. Yeah, but, I, you know, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Well, that's all right. Young and, Guns 2. Well, he didn't do that. Uh, he did Convoy. The killer Elite. Tombstone. He did Convoy, which okay. is about the trucker movies. Now, here's the thing, guys. What about guys? Straw Dogs? No, no, well, Straw Dogs isn't one of his better ones. But here's the thing. <laughs> one of his best friends was the author, the famous Max Evans, who's now like 95 or six years old, lives here in Albuquerque. And Max Evans, those of you who don't know, he was the guy that really a lot of people said was the, the architect of bringing movies to New Mexico. Way back in the 60s and 70s, he took off to Hollywood and said, hey, our state is a great state for you to film your f- movies. And Peckinpah was one of the guys that heard him out and said, okay, let's do this. And they became great buds. And... um Max Evans was actually in one of Sam Peckinpah's movies. You want to know what his nickname is? What? Bloody Sam. Yeah. And here's the reason why. Because a lot of his movies, particularly The Wild Bunch, wait, wait, let me guess. did have a lot they of bloodshed. They were bloodshed. Okay. And, and, of course, Sam Peckinpah is one of the guys that influenced Quentin Tarantino. So Sam Peckinpah was born on this day in 1925. Can I, can I be completely honest? Yes. I have no idea who this is. Wow. Steve, I was... I'm really surprised for Mr. Movie to not know who Sam Peckinpah. I've seen a couple of these. My dad loves I haven't loves seen yeah. a single. Listen, bro, my dad died when I was six. I didn't have an overly aggressive male influence <laughs> in my life to show me these horrifically violent films that I shouldn't be watching at a young age. Okay. I just had a mother. <laughs> yeah, penis. How dare you persecute me for being raised by a single mom? I'm not persecuting for that. But I'm saying, it, particularly, you know, in the late 70s, guys, you, you don't even know this. 
But in the late 70s, yeah. there were so many trucker movies. You know, 18-wheeler trucker top, movies. Over the top. Like, <laughs> so many. And and Sam Peckinpah. Smokey and the Bandit. It's exactly right. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit, Convoy, all of these. I never even heard there, of Convoy. There, there was probably 10. I'm not kidding. 10 trucker movies. And Transformers the movie. No. Yeah. yeah Kids who are listening. That's not true. Yes, it is. Truck. He's a truck. Don't I know, but it's not a trucker optimist. movie. Yes, it is. He's the leader of the Autobots. Sm Smokey and the Bandit <laughs> is a trucker movie. You got that right. So is Convoy. But a lot of people think that Convoy was the best of those trucker movies. Oh. It had Chris Christopherson, Ali McGraw. Wait, the Highwaymen? It had a lot of stuff. Mm, that's Okay, cool. guys, on this day in 1933... Nina Simone was born. Oh, do, do you know who Nina well, Simone is? Duh. This is my uh, jam right here. Fish in the sea. Yes, dude. You know how I feel. I love that. Oh! River running free. I haven't listened to any Nina in a while. You know I feel. Blossom on the tree. You know how I feel. Rest in peace, Nina. It's a new dawn. It's, it's a, a new, new day. day. What's Come your, on! Is this your jam? Do you like? Yeah. It? Oh, I mean, listen to her voice. Yeah. No, I no, mean, no. I mean, Nina Simone. I mean, it's amazing. Happy birthday, Nina! Born this day, 1933. Mm. She's still alive, or did she die? I think she's dead. Okay. Yeah, she died pr fairly recently, I think. But boy, could she, her voice was just amazing. Yeah. Well, while we're playing that, guys, on in this day in 1964, Scott Kelly was born. Do you know who that is? Yeah. He's the astronaut, Scott Kelly, oh, twin yeah. brother, twin brothers. And here's interesting. Wait, he was born in the 60s? He was born in 1964. When did we go to space? Well, guys, we... It was like we, 1969. We, 69 in, in July 20th, 1969, we, yeah. we first landed, you know, on the, on the moon. But here's the interesting thing about this. Why I brought this up is because they're doing tests. You know, one of the brothers recently went back and stayed a while in, in outer space. Yeah. He came back, and now they're studying the DNA of one twin brother versus oh, the other twin cool. brother. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Aliens. It's changed. Yeah, well, The duh. DNA changed? It yeah, has. Dude, that's because... The DNA has changed. And so they're going, this is trippy. So prolonged time yeah. in space changes your what DNA. The, like growing an extra arm or something? Yeah, like what's like going on? Venom, bro. No, There's there, a symbiotic but, element within him. So they did all these early wow. tests and said, oh yeah, you guys are identical twins and, and you they're the same. Well, he comes back and there's some differences okay. in his DNA. <gasps> so yep. cool. Yep. And that's like just breaking space. news, folks. That's just like they just announced that in the, this past week. That, wow, that's that, pretty that, cool. That the DNA of of Scott Kelly, the astronaut, has changed. I can't wait to find out what happened. All right, on this day in 1979, fellas, Jennifer Love Hewitt was born. Oh, you did that on purpose. Yes, didn't I you, did because I I, I, I wanted to see Steve-O's reaction. And and folks, who um who can't see Steve-O, he's he's just. In a dream state right Listen. now, <laughs> he's almost crying because Stevo was raised. This is his girl. This is his number one. Stevo, Stevo, is almost tearing up right now. But his favorite actress, Jennifer Love Hewitt, was Love born on this day in 1979. Go She's ahead, Stevo. Worst actress ever. Stevo, go ahead and tell us a little bit about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Instagram page. Is Jennifer really Love annoyed. Hewitt. Go ahead. Was in the greatest high school movie of all time. It's called Can't Hardly Wait. Okay. Is your voice cracking? What? <laughs> Preston Preston loved her. Played by Ethan Embry. What? 
a fantastic tale. It's a coming of age story, really, of one boy who loved a girl. That girl being I the love most you. beautiful girl in all of existence. One Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was on Party of Five, but I just like it to be a party of two, her and I. Okay. <laughs> Forever sailing the seas in my heart. I love you, JLH. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt, 1979. You don't even understand, man. I we do that. We that's why that's why it had to go in there because, quite frankly, Stevo, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt doesn't even register on my radar, but I know love, she does on yours. I follow her on Instagram. I just love her so much. She's annoying on Dude, Instagram. I'm not even joking. In high school, I was that kid that was like, I'm gonna move to LA and I'm gonna meet her and we're totes gonna hit it off and get married. That's my. You girl. probably could have. Were you born in '79? 78. So you're one year older than her. Wow. She's, she is your age. I know. There it is. So happy birthday, Jennifer Love Hewitt. But guys. You want a break? I mean, it, you tell me. You yeah, tell let's me. let's break it so we can uh, have a, because a super we're, long break. We're, we're going to talk about the deaths. And then, again, we have to talk about the controversial topic. When pastors fall, what do we do? What do we do? I'm going to play some Nina So chime Simone. in. And so some. Nina Simone. Happy birthday, Nina. We'll be right back. Three Degrees with Brian Nixon. Live from the Dream Star Remodeling Star 88 Studios continues next. Dragonfly out in the sun. You know what I mean, don't you know? Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. It's the morning invasion. With a lot of exclusives. That's right. With Dex and Steve-O. And Brian Nixon, three degrees. Three degrees. Well, fellas, so far we've covered the events, we've covered the birthdays, now we have to get to the deaths. Not because we want to be morbid, but there really is some really important people that, you know, Christians need to know about who died on this day. The first couple, not so much, but the last two, definitely. So on this day in 1437, James I, who was the King of Scotland, well, he was murdered in a coup, and so he died on this day. In 1513, Julius II who was Pope, mm. he died. And why he's important, guys. Well, the orange Julius. <clears throat> well, not not that. Not only that, Dex, he was the patron to Michelangelo. Oh. He's the guy that said, hey, Mike. Dude. Come and paint for me. That's crazy. Isn't it, bro? I had no hey, bro, idea. You so, like, so orange Julius, mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the, like, rad smoothie drink, mm-hmm. Yep. Meets up with the Ninja Turtle who loves pizza. Oh yeah. Yep. And there you got a full meal. And we're celebrating. That sounds like him the best today. meal ever. That's right. An orange Julius and a slice of pizza. Fatty McFat Fat. Yeah, yep. it doesn't get better than that. Yep. Pope Julius II died today, patron of Michelangelo. Mm, and Fe- good, <coughs> good lunch meals, fellas. On this day, in 1823, the Irish poet Charles Wolfe died. Oh man. No, you you've picked some you've picked some Irish really poets. you've picked some very chippy Irish music. Yeah, you want something once Stevo reads this, oh. you're gonna say, oh. So this is called the Last Rose of Summer, one of his most wow. famous poems. Okay, and let's just say you should probably be playing an air or a dirge. I got you. Oh, an air or a dirge, or a dirge. an Irish dirge or an air, because this is a sad poem that Steve is going to read for us. With an Irish accent. Oh, okay. Recognizing the famous <laughs> Irish, my Irish poet, my Charles Irish Wolfe. The, okay. Ah, okay. Oh. Thinking of the Lucky Charms oh. commercial. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I 
had Lucky Charms for dessert last night. There it is. That's what I have. That's I, have real. I have cereal for dessert. That's my I, favorite this, dessert. This is my jam. I love dessert. We just became best That's friends. That's right. We just did. I love cereal oh! for dessert. Here I really got to focus. Okay. Because <clears throat> this is a sad poem. This isn't sad music. I liked the like pub music better. Oh, well, you Give know, me the pub you drinking want, music. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it will offset the sadness yes. of the yeah, poem. Yeah, that's how you do. You deliver bad news with a smile on your face. That's right. The Last Rose of Summer by Charles Wolfe. Ah, that's strain again. It seems to tell of something like a joy departed. I love its morning accents well, like voice of one, ha, brokenhearted. Oh. That note that pensive dies away, and can each answering thrill awaken. It sadly, wildly seems to say, thy meek heart mourns its truth forsaken. Oh, there was one who never more shall meet thee with the looks of gladness. When all of happier life was o'er, when first began thy night of sadness. Sweet mourner, cease that melting strain. Too well it suits the grave's cold slumbers. Too well the heart that loved in vain breathes, lives, and weeps in wild numbers. <sighs> there it was. Gosh, I was so happy. Yeah, it's a sad poem, but nah, Charles Wolfe. I mean, when Lucky Charms guy does it, it sounds great. Yeah. Hey, Charles Wolfe, yeah. he died on this day in 1823. Irish poet. But guys, Hi, these Ricky. last two. Yeah. We, we, you know, we need to recognize them on the day that they went home to be with the Lord. And the first was in 1945, Eric Little died. Oh, Eric Little, play some Sarah McLaughlin. I will remember you. <laughs> do, do you guys know who Eric Little is? Yeah, no. dude. Oh my gosh. You don't remember the Littles? No. They lived in like <laughs> Is boots. that a TLC show? Nah, man. They, oh they, they, my they fashioned... Uh, buttons into shields. Kids, they were at war with kids the kids listening littles. to the radio program. Stevo is telling non-truths right oh, now. The Do you remember the littles? Eric Little. You know what? Cut his mic. Was a Scottish Olympic runner. Yeah, dude. See, I got who didn't kind of right. want to run on Sundays because he was a devout Christian and he wanted to go to church. And they made a movie called The Chariots of Fire oh, about him. Oh, I've never seen it. That. I've actually never seen so, it. You've never know. seen Chariots of Fire? Oh my gosh! I thought. Wait, just watch this. I'm just watch as us. offended as you, sir. Oh, I know this song well. Man, he was fast. Not really. He ran for the Lord. Good for him. And oh. you know what he did after he won his gold medal? What? Running for the Lord? He became a missionary in China. That's cool. Wow. So he, he could have went to fame yeah. and fortune... Because, you know, like most Olympiads, you, you, you could make some cash off your, your wins. Yeah. He didn't, guys. He left and went to China to become a missionary. And then they made a movie about him called Chariots of Fire. <laughs> Never seen it. But thanks for spoiling the freaking movie, man. Well, that's cool. I was hoping. So I guess he wins and goes to China. Yeah, I was hoping you would have seen I've it. Never seen Steve-o. it. I the was... fact that you are—I mean, it won the Academy Awards. Okay, well, whatever. I'm—I'm I'm mad at you too because you've never seen the Littles. It was an <laughs> animated television series from 1983 to 1985. I did see the Littles. I did see the Littles. Though. Oh, did you? Wrong. Yeah, I did. And then, guys, the last one that we're going to talk about before we talk about the very somber thing yeah. of what do we do when pastors fall mm. is Billy Graham died on this day guys in Aww. 2018 
Well, that should be the whole rest of the show. Bi- Bill- you know what? Billy that's, Graham died. That's really interesting because uh, after the break, we're going to... Are we taking a break? Do we no. have to take no, no, We, we don't, don't have to, to take the last one. Another break? I forgot. No. So, we yeah, took yeah. Break. so it, it was bookend. It started off with all these pastors that were, you know, Athanasius, he was exiled. You had... You know, Bishop of Finland, Thomas, he was re- had to resign because they found forgery, torture. Jamie Swagger, on this day, confessed his sins. And then it, it's bookend with someone who actually ended very Dude, well. He ran, well, yeah, he ran the race, huh? He ran Chariots it well. Of fire. He ran the race. Well, yeah. that's, that's good. He did. That's good, Steve. I do not believe that any man, that any man can solve the problems of life without Jesus Christ. Man. There is no other way. Man cannot be saved by bread alone. I know that God has sent me out as a warrior on the five continents to preach the gospel, and I must continue until he gives the signal that I'm to stop. Man. So that is the, that is the person. 99. Yeah, he, he died on this day, 2018. He was 99 years old. And, of course, we're very, very thankful for Billy Graham. And, and Steve O'Dex, this is the time where we're going to open it up, you know, because on one hand, we had someone like Billy Graham who who finished the race so well. Yeah. And then on the other hand, and I said we're going to be a little controversial, is James McDonald, a, a person that is played on the radio, uh, sold many, many books, fired from his church. He used to yell at me at 5.30 every morning yep. on KNKT. Yep. Fired from his church uh, for, for a lot of different things. Yeah, and sadly, unfortunately, in the last, before we even, we had mentioned talking about this, new allegations are coming out. Yeah. And I'm going, dang it. Yep. Like a, a worship leader at his church is now accusing him of inappropriately touching her. Yep. Like, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. So it's getting worse and worse, unfortunately. He has been terminated following a series of recordings. Um it, it's it's odd that this is kind of the theme of the day. We we talked in the six o'clock hour about what's his name Jesse Truett Truett or whatever. Uh-huh, right. Uh, the there's a, a African American yeah, no, gay I know, actor. I know. Right. It. I know. It. I've been falsi- watching on the news. Falsified this mm-hmm. this lynching, if you right. will, like hired this hate his, crime. Hired two guys. Hired to- his friends, also African Americans, claimed that these white dudes jumped him, that they were screaming "Make America Great Again," that they tied a noose around his neck, and that they poured a substance on him. All these things. Now it turns out, oh, he was falsifying it. Right. And so, what the reason I brought that up is because. James McDonald, there was these allegations that came out, and it, it was kind of he was on sabbatical. We weren't sure, and then, and then the, this crazy audio comes to light of allegedly Pastor uh, James talking about wanting to set up someone else. For child pornography, have yep. you heard about? Oh this? yeah, sure, like, I, wow. sure. You yeah. say sure, but Black, I'm going I haven't heard blackmailing. about blackmailing. Yeah, he, basically There's they wanted to blackmail someone. He plotted to try to put pornography on someone's on, computer on Christianity Today's CEO Harold Smith's computer. Um, and there's audio of him talking about it allegedly, like right. these clips that someone who sounds like Pastor James. I want. I I just keep wanting to say allegedly because until like. Until it's proven, yeah, but they let him go. So they I, did. I, I, they th- fired I think, him I think they they know the, the truth. Fired the him the hard. truth knows, and you know, you guys. But it's not just James McDonald. You know, we had last year. It was the uh, the other guy. Who's the other Chicago pastor? Um, that that you know, all the women came forward. Mm. Um, uh, not Rick Warren. Um, no, uh, the, the, not. the 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 Willow Creek guy. Um, no. Oh, I remember it happened. Yeah, the, Will, the, name, the Willow though. Creek guy. He yeah. was last year, yeah. and then the year before. And and you know, this seems to be the rule of the day, where 
Christian men who should be leading, who should be seeking holy lives and yearning to please the Lord are not. And, you know, they've, they've set up their organizations, their businesses, just like that, their businesses. And they're the CEO, and I'm going to do stuff just like any other CEO. Mm. And it, it it's sad. And then, you know, that's just Protestantism. Bill Hybels. Bill Hybels. Thank you. Bill Hybels. Sorry, I wanted to make sure we got the right Exactly. Name Bill Hybels. And then, and then, you know, then the Baptist Church just came out last week with this landmark thing of saying that something terrible. Yeah. You're like... Fifty percent of the pastors have been involved in some, you know, yeah. something. Oh, I was reading an article yesterday with the Catholic Church as well, right? Because it, it, of, of exactly. priests who they're, using they are nuns actually as sex slaves. Yeah. Oh, well, there, there's, there's actual, there's a, a protocol in place if a priest um, fathers a child, yeah. like in secret, yeah. and, and what to do in this. And I'm reading all these things that it's like, man. First of all, what, what, what are the humans thinking? Right. Because scripture clearly articulates right. that all things done in the dark will be brought to the light, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and it just keeps happening. Yeah. And it's not just, we're not picking on Christians because as we see, we are that's why I started, right, right? But that's why I started with this African American gay actor who was like, I'm going to stage a hate crime so that people will see my point. Yeah. And it's like, did you not know that you would be found out? Yeah. That your sin will find you out? Yeah. Like, and 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 then we see this, and especially with someone as prominent as Pastor James McDonald, who all of these different scandals. I mean, it, it, there's clips coming out of him making offensive comments, including statements about Wheaton College executive director of the Billy Graham Center, Ed Stetzer, uh, this reporter who wrote a, a story about him, um, and so he he has since been. Fired, yeah, and just shelved. Here, here's my thought, guys. It's so sad. It it, it shows yeah. the frailty and and the fragility of humanity, and even us within the church, we fall hard. We could sin, and I think it also behooves us to step back and look at what have we done to pastors. We've made them rock stars. We've done this. And again, Steve, you point out, it's not just Protestants. It's the Catholic Church that have this order of nuns that they were using as sex slaves. And I mean, it's just bad news after bad news for the church, universal church, for Christians in general. And I think, you know, maybe the Lord's allowing this to calling us back to saying, guys, holiness matters. Purity matters. So so here's here's a question that was brought up by Christianity today that, I mean, you're a reader, we're coming up close to the end of the hour, but I wanted to ask this because they asked a really good question in this article, and I thought it was worth talking about. We here have a bookstore called Parchments, um, where we carry a lot of different pastors, right. um, and Lifeway being a a, a prominent Christian distributor, yep. distributor, decided when when all the James McDonald stuff went down, I mean, that was it. They were like, nope, and they completely pulled everything. It's like Fahrenheit 451, Mm -hmm. burn his books in the street. So the question is, when a prominent pastor like a James McDonald is forced out of the pulpit, is removed in the midst of a scandal like that, how do we... How do we in turn, like, I'll tell you plainly for me, when, when everything with Mark Driscoll went down, I had his entire library right? and I remember immediately giving them away because I was like, well, I'm not going to read these now. And, 
and yet they were valuable to somebody else who was like, I'd still read them. Don't throw those away, please. Yeah. And or, I handed or them like the off. Bob Coy stuff. You know, a few yeah. years ago, Calvary Chapel, you know, hitting yeah. home a little more. And and this, I think this article actually mentions Bob Coy and the church at Fort Lauderdale, Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale. They just took his all his teachings off off the you know internet, yeah. and they just eradicated it. And you bring up a, a good question, Steve-O. What 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 are Christians to do? You know, yeah. can we still benefit from their ministry? I think in the scope of things, of course, you could benefit it. But I think there's some wisdom in to say, hey, we're going to pull back on this stuff yeah. until all of this settles. Let's find out what happens. And let's say that with James McDonald, that there was inappropriate sexual things. I'm not accusing him of that, no, but let's say, let's say if there was, if this person has, has yes. accused him of such, mm -hmm. then you would say, well, maybe we shouldn't carry his books on marriage and family life, yeah. you know, but there may be something in the future that you would go, there, there was still some value to this. The bottom line is people sin yeah. and, you know, we need to prudently go about this, you know, rather than just knee-jerk reaction, yeah. just prudently. I'm not against Lifeway pulling his stuff off and saying, until this is settled, we need to, you know, yeah. put, you know, Christ is our example, not James McDonald or any other mega pastor. Christ is our example, and we need to remind ourselves of that. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's exactly what Daniel Aiken, he's the president and preaching chair at Southern our Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, because they asked a lot of prominent people that question, what do you do when a pastor fails morally like this, or when, when the, the, because of scandal are removed from the pulpit, do we use their resources? And so here's what he said. If we're looking for perfect resources to consult in our study, the only one available is the Bible. Uh, having said that, some pastors have sinned in such a way as to make it difficult to use their resources once the sin has come to light. This is true historically as well as in the contemporary setting. Sometimes we can separate the wonderful truth of a work from its fallen author. Sometimes we can't. This is a wisdom decision and a judgment call. In my own life, there are some books that now remain on my shelf and not at my study table. For me, sometimes the nature of the sin is such that I simply cannot read the author the same way or receive the help I once received. This, however, does not cause me to stop praying for them and wanting God's best for them. And that's just one. That's there's, really good. There's a that's lot really of, good. There's a lot good of, advice. you know, people chiming in. Um, what are people chiming in with uh, on the online? Or is anyone chiming in? You oh, know, gosh. But, Let's, uh, Mark said, forgive. It's like when you rebel against your parents, but at some point you realize there's some wisdom from everyone. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, because that's what Christy said. Wait, what about forgiveness? Yeah. Well, um, that's kind of my thought is there's redemption for pastors, of right, course. Of course. And, but the Bible's pretty clear that when a pastor um, does something inappropriate or falls hard like we see, they're done in ministry, right? They're, well, not, I mean, not necessarily. And here's the thing. If they go through a reconciliation process, they submit themselves to the authority of their either local church mm -hmm. or a, a church body and go through the process. The, the sad part is some of these guys just don't do that. There's so much pride, mm -hmm. so much don't you know who I am yeah. attitude that they just go start a church down the street and disregard the whole you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And that's not the way to do it. The yeah. way to do it is to go through reconciliation, to go through a process whereby you are revetted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, it, it's, it is interesting. But, but, you know, the people that were chiming in, 
Forgiveness. Of course, we're called to forgive, and and they can't. You you, you know, we're, I I don't think oh, the man. church is saying you're not Christians. It's to right. say you've so. fallen like everyone else. Let's let's see how you handle this. Can we expand on this in the next hour? Do you have time? Because yeah, okay. Because somebody just chimed in and said this. Yeah, but guys, come on. We shouldn't take the Bible so literal. It's just a book of great ideas. Okay. I would love to expand upon. Yeah, that. sure. Like because. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, next Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, no. you, you, uh, you're the perfect person yeah. to have in studio ne- when that came through. Because- yeah. But next Wednesday, I, I, you know, I'll share a little bit, but next Wednesday for the evening service here at Calvary Church, I'll be sharing on why we can trust the Bible. Mm. So uh, let, let me give you a little preview of that um, after the break. Yeah. Because here's a big question to, to set up, I guess, uh, the next hour. My thing is this, I hear this a lot, where it's like the Bible, whether whether it was like Jesus was just a really good dude, right? And so he had a, like all these great ideas, um, but it's, it's not something that we should take so literal. Yeah. My question, I guess my immediate question that I want to talk about next hour is, if that's the case, because I know some people who, who don't take the Bible literally or who, you know, this really great teacher guy and it, it, the idea was to love and let's have these good ideas— if he was proclaiming that he was like the son of God, that he is God, are they really good ideas? Because we're just talking about these pastors that fell, right? And right. not using their resources. If a dude was had all these really rad ideas about love, but then in turn said he was God, wouldn't right. you wouldn't you discredit some of the things he said because he's flipping crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're, like, how can we say, nah, this isn't you brought little, it back but it's to a, a C.S. Lewis, but the trilemma. I, but these are good right. ideas. And I'm like, well, if they're if this isn't the truth, then they're not good ideas because that means it's just a book of lies. Right. So how can if we... If Jesus is not who he said sorry, he was, then, just, then we have problems. So... I'd love right. to. I'd love to. Okay, have you I'll stay. I'll stay after. That. Well, guys, for this hour, it was great just talking about the events, birthdays, and deaths. And we did again. There was bookend. There's a lot of sadness with fallen pastors yeah. on this day in history, but it ended with some really positive things. Eric Little and Billy Graham, two guys who, who ran the race. Eric Little literally ran the race and finished well, as so did Billy Graham. So, Amen. in the midst of some dark times, we have some examples of people who did it well. Thank you, Brian Nixon. Three degrees. If you missed this hour, go to YouTube, hit rewind. We'll upload it after the show. We're on demand through the app, Star 88. Go subscribe on iTunes, Morning Invasion. We'll be right back.